The Great River Shakespeare Festival presents The Tragedy of Romeo and Juliet. Last time on Romeo and Juliet. Let Romeo hence in haste, else when he is found, that hour is his last. Heaven is here where Juliet lives. I will make a desperate tender of my child's love. I think she will be ruled. Oh, God, I have an ill-divining soul. Act 3, Scene 5 continued, just after dawn on Tuesday in Juliet's room. Oh, daughter, are you up? Who is it that calls? It is my lady mother. Is she not down so late or up so early? Enter Lady Capulet. Why, how now, Juliet? Madam, I am not well. Evermore weeping for your cousin's death? What, wilt thou wash him from his grave with tears? And if thou couldst, thou couldst not make him live. Therefore have done. Some grief shows much of love, but much of grief shows still some want of wit. Yet let me weep for such a feeling loss. So shall you feel the loss, but not the friend which you weep for. Feeling so the loss. I cannot choose but ever weep the friend. Well, girl, thou weepst not so much for his death as that the villain live which slaughtered him. What villain, madam? That same villain, Romeo. Villain and he be many miles asunder. God pardon him. I do with all my heart, and yet no man like he doth grieve my heart. That is because the traitor murderer lives. I, madam, from the reach of these my hands, would none but I might venge my cousin's death. We will have vengeance for it. Fear thou not, then weep no more. I'll send to one in Mantua, where that same banished runagate doth live, shall give him such an unaccustomed dram that he shall soon keep Tybalt company. And then I hope thou wilt be satisfied. Indeed, I never shall be satisfied with Romeo till I behold him dead. Madam, if you could find out but a man to bear a poison, I would temper it that Romeo should, upon receipt thereof, soon sleep in quiet. Oh, how my heart abhors to hear him named and cannot come to him to wreak the love I bore my cousin upon his body that hath slaughtered him. Find thou the means, and I'll find such a man. But now I tell thee joyful tidings, girl. And joy comes well in such a needy time. What are they, beseech your ladyship? Well... Well, thou hast a careful father, child, one who, to put thee from thy heaviness, hath sorted out a sudden day of joy that thou expects not, nor I looked not for. Madam, in happy time, what day is that? Marry, my child. Next early Thursday morn, the gallant, young, and noble gentleman, the county Paris at St. Peter's Church, shall happily make thee there a joyful bride. Now, by St. Peter's Church and Peter too, he shall not make me there a joyful bride. I wonder at this haste that I must wed ere he that should be husband comes to woo. I pray you, tell my lord and father, madam, I will not marry yet, and when I do, I swear it shall be Romeo, whom you know I hate, rather than Paris. These are news indeed. 
Here comes your father. Tell him so yourself, and see how he will take it at your hands. Enter Capulet. And the nurse. When the sun sets, the earth doth drizzle dew. But for the sunset of my brother's son, it rains downright. How now? A conduit, girl? What, still in tears? Evermore showering? In one little body thou counterfeits a bark, a sea, a wind. For still thy eyes, which I may call the sea, do ebb and flow with tears. How now, wife? Have you delivered to her our decree? I, sir, but she will none. She gives you thanks. I would the fool were married to her grave. Soft, take me with you. Take me with you, wife. How will she none? Doth she not give us thanks? Is she not proud? Doth she not count her blessed, unworthy as she is, that we have wrought so worthy a gentleman to be her bride? Not proud you have, but thankful that you have. Proud can I never be of what I hate, but thankful e'en for hate that is meant love. How, how? How, how? Chopped logic? What is this? Proud, and I thank you, and I thank you not, and yet not proud, Mistress Minion you. Thank me no thankings, nor proud me no prouds, but fettle your fine joints against Thursday next to go with Paris to St. Peter's Church, or I will drag thee on a hurdle thither. Out, you green sickness carrion! Out, you baggage, you tallow-face! Fie, fie, what, are you mad? Good father, I beseech you on my knees, hear me with patience but to speak a word. Hang the young baggage, disobedient wretch! I tell thee what, get thee to church a Thursday, or never after look me in the face. Speak not, reply not, do not answer me, my fingers itch. Wife, we scarce thought us blessed that God had lent us but this only child. But now I see this one is one too much, and that we have a curse in having her. Out on her, Hilding! God in heaven, bless her! You are to blame, my lord, to rate her so! And why, my lady wisdom, hold your tongue! I speak no treason! Oh, God, Gidgadan! May not one speak? Peace, you mumbling fool! You are too hot! God's bread, it makes me mad! Day! Night, work, play, alone, in company, still my care hath been to have her matched. And having now provided a gentleman of noble parentage, of fair domains, youthful and nobly leaned, stuffed, as they say, with honorable parts, proportioned as one's thought would wish a man, and then to have a wretched puling fool, a whining mammoth in her fortunes tender, to answer, I'll not wed. I cannot love. I am too young. I pray you pardon me. But, and you will not wed, I'll pardon you. Graze where you will, you shall not house with me. Look to it. Think on it. I do not use to jest. Thursday is near. Lay hand on heart, advise. And you be mine, I'll give you to my friend. And you be not, hang, beg, starve. Die in the streets, for by my soul I'll ne'er acknowledge thee, nor what is mine shall never do thee good. Trust to it, but think you I'll not be forsworn. Oh, sweet my mother, cast me not away. Delay this marriage for a month, a week. Or, if you do not, make the bridal bed in that dim monument where Tybalt lies. 
Talk not to me, for I'll not speak a word. Do as thou wilt, for I have done with thee. Oh, Exit Lady Capulet. God! Oh, nurse, how shall this be prevented? My husband is on earth, my faith in heaven. How shall that faith return again to earth unless that husband sended me from heaven by leaving earth? Comfort me, counsel me. What sayest thou? Hast thou not a word of joy, some comfort, nurse? Faith, here it is. Romeo is banished, and all the world to nothing that he dares ne'er come back to challenge you, or if he do, it needs must be by stealth. Then since the case so stands as now it doth, I think it best you marry with the county. Oh, he's a lovely gentleman. Romeo's a dishclout to him. Beshrew my very heart, I think you are happy in this second match, for it excels your first, or if it did not, your first is dead, or twere as good he were as living here, and you no use of him. Speakest thou from thy heart? Aye, and from my soul too, else beshrew them both. Amen. What? Well, thou hast comforted me marvelous much. Go in. And tell my lady I am gone, having displeased my father, to Lawrence's cell to make confession and to be absolved. Mary, I will. And this is wisely done. Act 4, Scene 1, Early Tuesday Morning at Friar Lawrence's Cell. Enter Friar Lawrence. And Count Paris. On Thursday, sir, the time is very short. My father Capulet will have it so. And I am nothing slow to slack his haste. You say you do not know the lady's mind? Uneven is the course. I like it not. Immoderately, she weeps for Tybalt's death, and therefore have I little talked of love. For Venus smiles not in a house of tears. Now, sir, her father counts it dangerous that she do give her sorrow so much sway, and in his wisdom hastes our marriage to stop the inundation of her tears. Now, do you know the reason of this haste? I would I knew not why it should be slowed. Look, sir, here comes the lady toward my cell. Enter Juliet. Happily mad, my lady and my wife. That may be, sir, when I may be a wife. That may be, must be, love, on Thursday next. What must be, shall be. That's a certain text. Come you to make confession to his father? To answer that, I should confess to you. Do not deny to him that you love me. I will confess to you that I love him. So will ye, I am sure, that you love me. If I do so, it will be of more price, being spoke behind your back than to your face. Poor soul, thy face is much abused with tears. The tears have got small victory by that, for it was bad enough before their spite. Thou wrongst it more than tears with that report. That is no slander, sir, which is a truth. And what I spake, I spake it to my face. Thy face is mine, and thou hast slandered it. And maybe so, for it is not mine own. Are you at leisure, Holy Father, now, or shall I come to you at evening mass? My leisure serves me, pensive daughter, now. My lord, we must entreat the time alone. God shield, I should disturb devotion. Juliet, on Thursday early will I rouse ye. Till then, adieu, and keep this holy kiss. He kisses her and exits. Oh, shut the door, and when thou hast done so, come weep with me. Past hope, 
past cure, past help. No, oh, Juliet, I already know thy grief. It strains me past the compass of my wits. I hear thou must, and nothing may prorogue it, on Thursday next be married to this county. Tell me not, friar, that thou hearest of this, unless thou tell me how I may prevent it. If in thy wisdom thou canst give no help, do thou but call my resolution wise, and with this knife I'll help it presently. God joined my heart in Romeo's, thou our hands. Therefore, out of thy long-experienced time, give me some present counsel. Be not so long to speak, I long to die. If what thou speakest, speak not of remedy. Hold, daughter, I do spy a kind of hope which craves as desperate an execution as that is desperate which we would prevent. If, rather than to marry Paris, thou hast the strength of will to slay thyself, then it is likely thou wilt undertake a thing like death to chide away this shame. And if thou darest, I'll give thee remedy. Oh, bid me leap rather than marry Paris from off the battlements of any tower, and I will do it without fear or doubt to live an unstained wife to my sweet love. Hold then. Go home. Be merry. Give consent to marry Paris. Wednesday is tomorrow. Tomorrow night, look thou lie alone. Let not the nurse lie with thee in thy chamber. Take thou this vial, being then in bed, and this distilling liquor drink thou off, when presently through all thy veins shall run a cold and drowsy humor, for no pulse shall keep his native progress, but surcease, no warmth, no breath shall testify thou livest, and in this borrowed likeness of shrunk death thou shalt continue two and forty hours, and then awake as from a pleasant sleep. Now, when the bridegroom in the morning comes to rouse thee from thy bed, there art thou dead. Then, as the manner of our country is, thou shalt be born to that same ancient vault where all the kindred of the Capulets do lie. In the meantime, against thou shalt awake, shall Romeo by my letters know our drift, and hither shall he come, and he and I will watch thy waking, and that very night shall Romeo bear thee hence to Mantua, and this shall free thee from this present shame, if no inconstant toy nor womanish fear abate thy valor in the acting it. Give me, give me, ah, oh, tell not me of fear. Hold, get you gone, be strong and prosperous in this resolve. I'll send a friar with speed to Mantua with letters to thy lord. Love give me strength, and strength shall help afford. Farewell, dear father. Act 4, Scene 2. Late Tuesday evening at the Capulet house. Enter Capulet. Lady Capulet. And the nurse. What, is my daughter gone to Friar Lawrence? I forsooth. Well, he may chance to do some good on her. Enter Juliet. See where she comes from shrift with merry look. How now, my head strong? Where have you been gadding? Where I have learnt me to repent the sin of disobedient opposition to you in your behest, and am enjoined by holy Lawrence to fall prostrate here, to beg your pardon. Pardon, I beseech you. Henceforward I am ever ruled by you. Send for the county. Go tell him of this. I'll have this knot knit up tomorrow morning. I met the youthful lord at Lawrence's cell, 
and gave him what becometh love I might, not stepping o'er the bounds of modesty. Why, I am glad on it. This is well. Stand up. This is as it should be. Let me see the count. I, Mary, go, I say, and fetch him hither. Now, afore God, this reverend holy friar, all our city is much bound to him. Nurse, will you go with me into my closet to help me sort such needful ornaments as you think fit to furnish me tomorrow? No, not till Thursday. There is time enough. Go, nurse, go with her. We'll to church tomorrow. Exit Juliet. And nurse? We shall be short in our provision. Tis now near night. Tush, I will stir about, and all things shall be well, I warned thee, wife. Go thou to Juliet. Help to deck up her. I'll not to bed tonight. I will walk myself to County Paris to prepare up him against tomorrow. My heart is wondrous light, since this same wayward girl is so reclaimed. Act 4, Scene 3, Late Tuesday Night in Juliet's Room Aye, those attires are best, but, gentle nurse, I pray thee leave me to myself tonight. Enter Lady Capulet. What, are you busy? Ho, need you my help? No, madam. We have called such necessaries as are behooful for our state tomorrow. So please you, let me now be left alone. And let the nurse this night sit up with you, for I am sure you have your hands full all in this so sudden business. Good night. Get thee to bed and rest, for thou hast need. Exit, Lady Capulet. Farewell. God knows when we shall meet again. I have a faint, cold fear thrills through my veins that almost freezes up the heat of life. I'll call them back again to comfort me. Nurse! What should she do here? My dismal scene I needs must act alone. Come, vile. What if this mixture do not work at all? Shall I be married then tomorrow morning? Juliet picks up a dagger. No. No, this shall forbid it. Lie thou there. What if it be a poison which the friar subtly hath ministered to have me dead, lest in this marriage he should be dishonored because he married me before to Romeo? I fear it is. And yet methinks it should not, for he hath still been tried a holy man. How if, when I am laid into the tomb, I wake before the time that Romeo come to redeem me? There's a fearful point. Shall I not then be stifled in the vault, to whose foul mouth no healthsome air breathes in, and there die strangled ere my Romeo comes? Or, if I live, is it not very like the horrible conceit of death and night, together with the terror of the place? as in a vault, an ancient receptacle where bloody Tybalt, yet but green in earth, lies festering in his shroud, where, as they say, at some hours in the night spirits resort. Oh, if I wake, shall I not be distraught and vironed with all these hideous fears and madly play with my forefather's joints and pluck the mangled Tybalt from his shroud and in this rage with some great kinsman's bone as with a club dash out my desperate brains? Oh, look! 
Methinks I see my cousin's ghost seeking out Romeo that did spit his body upon a rapier's point. Stay, Tybalt, stay! Romeo? Romeo? Romeo, here's drink. I drink to thee. Next time on Romeo and Juliet. By my brotherhood, this letter was not nice, but full of charge, of dear import, and the neglecting it may do much danger. Where is my Romeo? I defy you, stars.